We're about to dive into week two of Not Your Average Cheerleader. I hope y'all ready for some football updates and the best that is still yet to come and even some surprising and terrible fantasy football updates. I cannot believe we're back. We're actually back. It's football, baby. You know, if you think about it, the way they kind of run their routes, that two-man coverage is not, it's not going to work. You can't expect to be able to make those kind of trick passes. He finds a way to make a play every single time. It's not your average cheerleader NFL podcast. I know too much for my own good. <laughs> hey, 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 and we're back for another great episode of Not Your Average Cheerleader. I, of course, am your host, Ashley Gibbs. And did you like the new intro? I love the new intro. It is, it's me, it's giving fun vibes. Shout out to Chris Lucero, um, a great colleague of mine who made that beat from scratch. Um, so shout out to him. If you don't know who he is, definitely go check him out. He follows Not Your Average Cheerleader. And I think it's Who Is Chris, I think I believe is his handle um, on Instagram. So go check him out. Nice beat. Shout out to Chris again for all he's, de- he's done for this amazing podcast during the break. But we're back and we're ready to talk some football. So you know what? I was I was out there like thinking, of course, as you know, um, about like, you know, what's been happening over the last few weeks. I know you're all like, okay, Ashley, how's your fantasy football update? My fantasy football is trash because I'm 0-2. That's right. You heard that correctly. I'm 0-2. And I need to get a solution. I need one yesterday. Like I've been on the waivers list trying to get players and it's just been, it's just been a hot mess. Um, you know, I thought Patrick Mahomes would be more beneficial to my team. The faces I'm making right now, I wish you could see my face. Um, but it's just not, it has not been great. Uh, so I am going to keep trying. I almost quit, but y'all know I'm not a quitter. I can say I'm going to quit. And then that bone in my body that says, no, try one more time. Um, so I am so, first of all, glad that I have all of you listening in. Thank you for the amazing hit of downloads for episode one. And we just continue to break records here. And thank you for allowing me to be one of your platforms for listening to NFL updates about the players, the game, the contracts, and so much more. And let's hope my fantasy football goes better this week than it did last week. Yeah? Sounds good to me. All right, so let's just dive in. We just had week two. We had some crazy injuries. We had some crazy updates. Of course, you know, week one, we had Aaron Rodgers, who made his first premiere for the Jets, and then he went down. Um, He had a torn Achilles. He just came out of surgery. I know he posted some stuff on Instagram under his handle um, where he was just saying thank you to everyone um, who reached out to him, checked on him. Um, you have some friends that are close to him that text him, like, um, probably every day, um, and he just wanted to give that good shout-out that he's coming back I don't know the exact word to use, um, but, you know, he goes on the Pat McAfee show. So go watch that. He did an interview. You know, it's amazing. You come out of surgery and you, you immediately like, hey, let me do an interview right quick. Let me update everybody. You're going to hear it directly from me. And that's one thing I do like about Aaron Rodgers. He has such a tight knit camp that if it's not coming from him nine times out of 10, he's going to tell you that it's not true. Um, so I'm glad that that surgery went well for him. We're looking forward to his premiere back. But what does that mean for the Jets? Right. Zach Wilson is just not, I'm shaking my head right now. The answer is no, immediately no. It just, you know, it, we've seen what we needed to see. The, the Jets playoffs goals are just right now in the trash can. It's at the bottom under some crazy, um, you know, scraps. 
that's a terrible analogy, <laughs> but it's not looking good for them. Um, and looking at this last game, which I'm going to get into some um, results in a second, I just realized that I'm looking at the wrong notes. Bear with me. See how human I am for y'all? Um, but I did the research that y'all don't have to. Um, and looking at these scores, looking at what the Jets are doing, it looks like there's play calling issues. It looks like there's so much more. So let's dive in. Um, let's start with some of the scores, right? Um, you had the Vikings versus the Eagles, um, 28 to 34. It looks like Jalen Hurts is starting to kind of get his rhythm again. I was hoping, um, AJ Brown would be a little bit more beneficial. He was not on my fantasy football team. Hence why I'm losing. Um, so, um, I just feel some kind of way about it, y'all. I, I don't like being 0-2. I just feel like I started that way last year and I ended up in the bottom. I don't want to end up that way. So I'm going to keep doing what I can. If you got recommendations, you know where to go. Um, Instagram at NYAC20. Send me all the recommendations you got. Um, but of course, Jalen Hurts look like he's back. Um, like he's kind of moving along, getting into his rhythm. He's a big guy. That offense looked a lot better than it did in week one where they looked like they were scraping by to get the win. Um, so it's good to see where the Eagles may be headed. I know people are teeter tottering whether they look like a, you know, competitive, playoff winning team I'm gonna say they still are um right now it just looks like they're teeter-tottering a lot of the playoff teams look like they're teeter-tottering right now like they're wavering a little bit like they're not sure if they want to play football quite yet and you can't wait till mid-season week five to want to say okay now we want to get our offense together we want to have connections with our wide receivers we want to do all the things that score us points the defense can hold it down but if your offense can't go on the other side of the ball and score points which we're gonna get to in a second cowboys um i'm gonna get flack for that (laughs) i'm gonna get flack for that then that's gonna be you know what it's gonna look like for your team so yeah vikings 28 i know i listen Kirk Cousins was making some passes, but he had some stuff where you're just like interception or you had some stuff where it just looked like for a minute there. They just didn't. Is it me or is these like wide receiver quarterback duos not connecting? They're not talking to each other. They need to take a break. Go get some coffee, iced coffee, preferably bought to you by the iced coffee in my cup this episode. Um, I can tell you right now that it's just looking a lot like. I don't know what the playoff teams are going to look like, but we still got more games left. Um, and right now the Vikings didn't look very good either. So now they are 0-2, y'all. This is a team that went headfirst into the next season, and they are 0-2. You have the Raiders versus the Bills. I know everyone was kind of giving Josh Allen a lot of flack because he just did a lot of unnecessary things in the last game, trying to jump over people for certain passes. Honestly, run the ball where it wasn't necessary. Work with the offense, work with your wide receivers, and make plays happen, and be strategic. I think the biggest thing that separates good quarterbacks from great quarterbacks are the ones that are just good at executing said plays and the ones that are good at great at making a play when there wasn't one. Like the play you were going out there to do was scrapped so I got to force one and I have such a great connection with my wide receivers or my tight end or whomever that I can make that happen and that's what I feel like you know is where Josh Allen needs to get to that's not where he is right now I feel like he's doing a lot of unnecessary things in the pocket making a lot of rookie mistakes including last week was dropping the ball this week did look a little bit better they still got a long way to go but they looked so much better um this week compared to week one they beat the Raiders 38 to 10 I didn't expect very much I don't know why y'all keep believing in Jimmy G how many times do I have to get on this podcast I'm slapping my hands on my lap get on this podcast and tell you 
I don't know what you expect from Jimmy G, but you're not getting nothing as handsome as he is when it comes to football. Okay. Moving on. Let's go to the Ravens versus the Bengals. That score was 27 to 24. JoJo and Bengals and company are zero and two right now. And right now, JoJo has an injury, y'all. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what it was, but go check. If he's on your fantasy football team, he definitely is, um, I believe, either questionable or possibly out this coming week. I'm not sure yet. Again, this is all allegedly, but I believe at most he is questionable um, with a possible, I don't know if it's his calf. I think it's a calf injury, if I'm not mistaken. A strain. Let me use the correct terminology. It's a strain. Calf strain, I think. Um, and I know he was injured um, during the preseason and he did not play. Um, so when you're trying, he's been coming back from a lot of injuries and trying to really make things happen. But let's look at some quick stats for him because 0-2 for a team that went and won their division, um, a guy who just got one of the biggest contracts, not anymore because Patrick Mahomes just renegotiated his for, I believe, 210, like guaranteed or something like that. But it's really wild. So Joe Burrow had 27% completed passes in this week two. Week one, it was 14%. Um, so I guess the real question is, do you think missing the preseason, of course, due to injury that was beyond his control, really is hurting him in the start of the few weeks? And now, considering the strain that he currently has, do you think that's going to hurt him even more? The answer is yes. Um, he doesn't really have a rhythm right now with Jamar Chase, which is his normal go-to. They were a definitely dynamic duo last season. We haven't seen that duo come together yet in this season. Um, he's again, that offensive line hasn't changed. He's been taking these same hits last season. He's taking them now. So, um, not much has changed for him. So we're hoping that one, he heals up and he gets, you know, the, the, what is it? The kind of the therapy, like the physical therapy, there we go, that he needs, um, to get back onto the field. But Definitely looking at this percentage completion, it's not looking good as a good start for the Bengals nor for JoJo. But again, I hope he gets back into the space where he needs to be. Seahawks beat the Lions 37 to 31. The Lions got some fight in them though. They got some fight. I just, I want them to win. I feel like they're the team in the NFL that works extremely hard and never win. And that breaks my heart because when you put in the labor and you put in the work, I feel like there should be a dub in there somewhere. And I feel like the Lions don't get it. And they end up being that team that calls somebody else to not go to the playoffs because they're just like, hey, I couldn't go. You're not going. Um, So I, I just wish I wish so much that the Lions were definitely more of a playoff contingent team. Um, They look like one. I just want them to get a dub. That's it. I just want them to get a win. Um, and then you have the Chiefs versus the Jaguars, 17-19. Again, as I previously said, I have Patrick Mahomes as my starting QB in both fantasy football leagues. And oddly enough, he has not scored the amount of points that they projected him to score. I did more with Tom Brady last season, if I can say that. I'm going to need P. Holmes to step up. But then again, he just got back Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey was questionable because of that knee. But then he played. And then he's questionable again because of the knee. We don't know what's going on. But it doesn't look good. He doesn't have any other weapons. Who's 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 wide receiver one? Who's wide? Point to t- message me. Who's wide receiver one for Kansas City right now? Because Tyreek Hill gone. He been gone. Who's wide receiver one? 
So you're telling me if I just stop Travis Kelsey, I can probably shut down that offense. Some of those um, young wide receivers are going to have to step up and give him more options because right now they're bi- they're getting by. You have to look at it. the Jaguars technically could have won that game if they capitalized off of the Chiefs' mistakes and they didn't. And Trevor Lawrence was feeding it to his wide receiver, and every time it was because the foot was just like a millimeter of an inch. I know that doesn't go together. Don't don't give me flack. A millimeter of an inch out. Heel to toe, or is it heel to ball to toe? Heel to toe. It's heel to toe. Ball to toe. It's ball to toe. <laughs> no, it's heel to toe. <laughs> you know what I mean. The point is he was backing up, so he caught the football moving backwards. And his heel of his foot was out. That was a beautiful catch, by the way. I was really sad for Jaguars. I wanted one of two of those catches to count, and they didn't. But again, the Jaguars, in my personal opinion, you go back and watch the highlights, they could have won that game if they had capitalized off of some of Kansas City's mistakes from, you know, penalties to just mistakes of not catching Pat. Just a lot going on in Kansas City, and they need to get that offense on one accord. It's great that they have Chris Jones back on the defensive side, but it doesn't do you any good if you can't move that ball down the field and you can't wait till later in the game to want to get the start that you need to win the game. It just doesn't go that way. We have the Bears versus the Bucks. If you had told me uh, a couple months ago that I would be giving Baker Mayfield a compliment, I would laugh in your face, sip my iced coffee, and I would walk out the door. <laughs> um, And I said, sip my iced coffee and walk out the door. I would. I would laugh in your face and keep sipping and walk right out the door. Um, So you have the Bucks beat the Bears 27 to 17. But to be fair, it's the Bears. Is someone expecting Justin Fields to do something? Because this is going to sound harsh. I feel like when Justin Fields has to execute a play that requires him to throw the ball, he just panics and runs <laughs> for his life. You would think this was a horror movie and he is being chased by the bad guy or the entity or whatever it is that the horror film is projecting. And he takes off running. That's what he does. I don't expect anything from Justin Fields. And if he doesn't start producing for the round pick that he was for the Bears draft pick that he was for the Bears, it's not looking good. It just, he run. I'm not trying to cry. He just runs. Like, hey, the play was for you to throw the ball. Now he's running. Um, So, again, Baker Mayfield came through. Baker Mayfield has been connecting with Mike Evans. Put the credit where the credit goes. Baker Mayfield's been putting the ball in Mike Evans' hands, and they've been making some plays. And he had zero interceptions and three touchdowns. Now, I'm going to jump over to the the Browns, which I didn't put their score here, which I should have, um, which I thought was really, really funny, right? I'm going to open up this stat if I can access it because I don't have Wi-Fi where I'm at. Okay, cool. I do now. All right, wonderful. So this is funny. I saw this on the internet um, on Instagram under NFL memes underscore IG. Okay, I love this account. I follow them. I'm not like endorsing. I'm just saying I follow them because sometimes they put up relevant, really great stuff. Um, and so it's Deshaun Watson versus Baker Mayfield. Now, Deshaun Watson had 389 yards. This is for week two. 389 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, 55% completion, 29.3 QBR. Baker Mayfield had 490 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, 69% completion, 66.4 QBR. Baker Mayfield gets paid $8.5 million salary. Deshaun Watson gets $230 million salary, guaranteed. 
guaranteed I don't make up these numbers. I just report them. And as far as I'm concerned, what did I say last episode? I said, if you're getting paid 230 large, 230 M's large, you better be on your Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Simone Biles, Serena Williams, GOAT status level performance every week. And we ain't getting that from Deshaun. That's my two cents. I'm going to leave it there. I'm not even going to spend any more time talking about this guy. 49ers, 49ers and the Rams. I don't bet against my own team. I never have. I never will. 49ers beat the Rams 30-23. to 23. There was a part where Brock Purdy admitted in the press conference after the game that he needs to, you know, minimize his overthrows because he had a few of them. But the defense continues to lead the game for the 49ers. I feel like the 49ers and the Cowboys defense is, like, tied for number one. They're both really good they're both really applying pressure to the ball. The only thing I would give the 49ers a little bit more of a lead on is that they're very aggressive physically. Like they are physical from the jump with how they attack the offense. And I'll give that defense to them. I'm telling you right now, um, 49ers are looking good. If they can stay consistent, stay healthy, they can go all the way. And I'm not just saying that because they're my team. And I like that Brock Purdy's not afraid to say, hey, continuously, what can I do better? Even though they won the game, what can we do better, right? Great questions to always ask yourself. Um, again, always impressed with the 49ers, how they played that game. Jets versus the Cowboys. Cowboys beat the Jets, of course, 30-10. to 10. I'm going to get flack for this. <sighs> okay, listen. I know y'all Cowboys fans. Oh, my gosh, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. We're a Super Bowl contending team. Let me be very clear. I'm going to give you a stat because I went and looked it up so you don't have to. In that game versus the Jets, the Cowboys had two touchdowns. You know where a majority of their points came from? Five field goals, not to mention whatever the defense did on their side. You know what Dak Prescott said in the conference, um, paraphrasing? Oh, you're right. Offensively, we need to score more. I was almost going to curse, so I'm going to beep myself out. No beep, okay? Like... No beep, you need to score more. And then it's against the Jets. This isn't even a high-caliber team anymore because they have Zach Wilson. The Jets' defense is pretty good, but still, I don't want to hear, listen, I don't want to hear from a single Cowboys fan about y'all going to the Super Bowl until the Cowboys face a more high-caliber team. When they beat one of them, then I will be happy to sit behind this microphone wherever I'm reporting from and give you all the cred you deserve. You heard it here first, okay? You can quote me on that. I will, I will do it. I will 100% do it. But until then, nah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's going to be just a recap of your week two scores. Definitely go check that out. Go review some of the um, plays, some of the best catches. I love watching those highlights. It's always the just the best. Um, and then we have a quick injury report. Okay. We have Brandon Ayuk, who is my sleeper. I'm telling you, stay woke on Brandon Ayuk. He had, um, he's questionable. Um, he took a kind of a hit early on in that game against the Rams kind of was slow getting up, but he got up nonetheless, got back into the game, but they're saying it's his shoulder. I believe it was reported. He was not at practice on Monday. Um, so we're hoping he pulls through and is available because he's just been making some amazing catches. He's that sleeper that you go to on the field when you need to make a play. And I'm sure he's going to be back out there. That guy's been trying to be part of the wide receiver conversation for a very long time. We have Saquon Barkley. Um, so if you have him on your fantasy football team, exonate that out for a second. This guy got an ankle sprain. It is a low ankle sprain. 
um, per his MRI. This is what was reported. So now he's moving week to week. It is um, alleged that he's going to be out this coming week um, against the 49ers. Um, so there's a very big chance that whoever his secondary, his backup running back is, that person's going to be in the game. Um, I'm not trying to give you fantasy football advice. I'm just saying that that's probably the plan. Um, because again, this pass rush on the 49ers defense is something else. So as you're picking your people, think about that very heavily. Um, you also have, uh, Nick Chubb, um, who suffered a severe knee injury. He actually, the report is he dislocated his knee and then tore, tore three ligaments, not to mention, um, some, uh, damaged cartilage in his knee. Um, so we're definitely, um, sending out hope and vibe, good vibes his way for a fast recovery, a strong recovery that he may even be able to return to the sport in the near future. But again, take care of yourself first, Nick Chubb. Um, you know, solid the crowd. I believe I read that they stood up and clapped for him as he was being carted off, um, in that game. Um, so showing him some love and support, definitely. Um, so, you know, keep your eye out for that, that kind of injury. It just sucks because that's your whole season and it's gone. Um, again, same thing with Aaron Rodgers, whole season and it's gone. And you had every intention going in to play every game that you can play. Um, and these guys, they put their whole bodies and everything else on the line to play every single Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Um, so shout out to Nick Chubb and sending him lots of love. Um, and, but that's what happened. That's the injury that he had. So we're going to look at some week three predictions as we get ready to close out. I was going to talk a little bit about the injury rumor around, like not injury rumor, but the rumor around whether turf was responsible for Aaron Rodgers' injury. But I don't want to spend any time on that. Just go check out the Stephen A. and um, Roger Goodell interview where he Roger Goodell did talk about turf. He did talk about um, when he was asked directly by Stephen A. if, you know, in the near future, what are they going to do about that? Because that has been a big uh, subject, uh, sorry, subject in the NFL in regards to players and their health and physicality. Um, so he is actually mentioning a little bit about sometimes the weather can play a factor as to whether a stadium can have turf or not. And I'll give you an example because I didn't know what he meant until I watched one of the games and it started raining. And they said that because of turf, this is what they said. I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I'm just saying this is what was said because of turf. The ground was still solid enough where the guys were able to grip, run, and everything else versus if it was a regular grass field, they would have been sliding everywhere. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I would have to talk to a football player um, to get that accuracy because only they can speak to what it feels like to be running around on that field and taking hits and making passes and plays um, or playing defense. But most definitely, um, yeah, uh, go check out that interview because turf is always going to be a constant conversation in the NFL. But let's make some week three predictions, okay? We got the Giants versus the 49ers. I don't ever bet against my own team. I don't plan on starting now. I chose the 49ers. And this time I wrote it down, y'all. Pat on the back. Um, Broncos versus the Dolphins. I chose the Dolphins because Tua, and I heard this, allegedly, Tua is now in the conversation for MVP. I heard that from sources, even Reddit. Um, Again, allegedly. Um, So keep your eye out. They're dolphins. Because I know y'all don't expect nothing from Russell Wilson. I say that with love and respect. He's a great guy. Um, but football-wise, I also heard allegedly there's still some um, wavering alignment, if you will. That doesn't go together. There's still some wavering on the offensive side between Russell Wilson and the new head coach um, So who has Super Bowl wins under his belt. So, But so does Russ. So 
We'll see how that goes for the Broncos. The, he, I will say this. He does look better than he did last season. Miles better. Last season, like he didn't know how to play football. That was mean. I'm so sorry. Um, the Chargers versus the Vikings. I'm going to pick the Vikings. You haven't heard really anything about Justin Herbert since he got that big contract with the Chargers. You really haven't. Like, I hear more about Austin Eckler and how he's making plays than I hear about Justin Herbert throwing the ball. I would like to hear more about Justin Herbert. I'd like to see him do more. I know it's only week three we're going into, but still. Um, Bears versus Kansas City. Of course I'm going to pick Kansas City. Hopefully, because they're facing the Bears, that, you know, Patrick Mahomes will show up and show out. I don't know. We'll wait and see. Eagles versus the Bucks. I'm going to pick the Eagles, but I feel like the Bucks are going to put up a fight. I feel like Baker Mayfield said, I have to follow Tom Brady. What? Um, yeah, I'm going to be in the gym. I'm going to put the Doritos bag down. I don't know if he eats Doritos. I'm just saying I'm using that as a joke. I'm not saying that that's what he really does. Um, but uh, he's really showing up. He's playing pretty well. Um, he probably wouldn't make a bad option for a backup QB, depending on who you are, especially since he's completing those passes. And then you have the Rams versus the Bengals. I want to hope, but since JoJo is questionable, I have circled the Bengals, but I might actually pick the Rams to win this game. Um, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to pick the Rams because if JoJo's questionable, even if he plays, is he going to be physically up to the level that's necessary to win the game? That is the million-dollar question. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That We're already at episode two. We're halfway through. Not really, but really. Um Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for all the amazing downloads. Keep downloading. If you like it, I love it. So don't forget to subscribe. If you made it all the way to the end, you might as well hit the follow button on any podcast application that you are using to listen to me talk with my coffee, my iced coffee. I love you all. Until next week. Bye.